Hi, I'm Eric. Now I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay. Oh, you're drinking out. Is that a red stripe? Mm -mm. Is that a banquet? Mm -mm. What is that? Session. Oh, it's a session? Okay. (laughs) The only squatty bottle that I think is, is approved and worthwhile for you to have. What, you wouldn't pound a red stripe? You wouldn't just drink it just so you can have un... Like a bridge perp, uh, purpose to be able to say hooray beer. Hooray beer. That's right. It, I drank too much of it in like my early 20s. You're dumb. Sorry. It's the same it's thing with it. Rolling Rock. I've gotten burnt out on it. I'm like, it's, and it, there's so many better beers and there's a fucking <laughs> Rolling Rock. <laughs> I have that too. I, I'm doing burnt out beer today, I guess. Oh. No, the session's not burnt out. Session's fine. That's all right. Rolling Rock's gonna help us storm the uh, Area 51 area. Yeah. Heels, yeah. Are they? Did they set up something or say something? Dude, we've talked about this like multiple times. <laughs> they were, they were posting on their Twitter. They're like trying to get everybody to do it. They're like, hey, the more people that show up, or the more people that like this post, if we hit like 33,000, the higher ups will let us have a, a beer party. Come on, the interns want to ro- want a party with aliens or something like that. It was fucking hilarious. That's how you know I drink too much on this podcast, because I don't remember fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we also know my, that Jason's my, drinking mediocre beer and piss water. Yup, uh, I've been I drinking I think they actually already. just make it from grass clippings. It's, so it's grass definitely clippings and water. seconds. It's got to be seconds. <laughs> what are you drinking, Chris? Uh, I got some Sam Adams Boston Lager. <laughs> Wow. Speaking of piss water. <laughs> 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 but it tastes like molasses and baked beans. <laughs> oh, man. I have oh, that beautiful bean fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I have the beer that Jason drank on our last podcast, the Belching Beaver Deftones Digital Bath IPA. It's a good beer. As well as a coffee colch. Got to have a standby. You got the good beers. Yeah, yeah this one, it, you were right. This is a good beer. Yeah, it's surprising. It's like, hey, you know what? For a named and a, a collaboration beer. Yeah. I mean, Bel- Belching Beaver, they, they've only made like one beer that I've just been like, nah. Everything else, I've just been like hard like awesome about you want to stick your dick in it pretty much i like that they have that they have like this the step and repeat of the belching beaver and the white pony i'm not i'm not overlooking the fact that you just told me that i want to stick my dick in that beaver <laughs> oh i knew you want to stick <laughs> i'm not overlooking that yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, but yeah, no, I like I like the little step and repeat, and it's cool. And I really, actually, all right. So I think we've talked about this before, but this is one of those uh, micro brews that does the newfangled way of doing cans. So canning, you would always think like bottling would be the most expensive way to make beer, but canning is because the cans you have to like print on them. And I think it was like ten years ago, maybe less than that, they started making a way to put labels onto cans instead. And certain canneries then started just doing that. So you can print labels instead of having to print cans and manufacture yeah. cans. So I like that that happened because it really helps a lot of like microbrews get stuff. Because a lot of the problems with shipping beers across different state lines and whatnot is that they can skunk easier in glass. Yep. I mean, cans so. way better in general anyway. So Yeah. Keeps it more airtight. You don't have to worry about things. You don't have to worry about it breaking. Cans are good. Hooray, cans. Hooray this for cans. This episode brought to you by the American Canning Association. Wait. 
Is that the right canning, though? No, it's definitely not. I'm like, is the American Canning Association just, like, people that pickle stuff? Or is it people that make cans? <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, like, canning food. That's what I'm talking about, like, pickling stuff and like whatnot. Like, can- cannery row or something like that. Like oh, make- oh, you mean, like, old school... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school turn of the century... Uh, fuck, what am I thinking of? My brain is not working right now. Doesn't matter. Hooray, Industrial beer! Revolution! <laughs> there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, There you go. That's what yeah. I was... Something like that. But I always think, like, canning, I always think of, like, pickling and jarring stuff. Or you can be like canned because you're fired. That, that's a good one, too. <gasps> or candied. Candied. Like candy or candid. Bacon. Candid. Like this candid. podcast. Yes, it's totally yes. candid. <laughs> 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 we were totally not ready to talk about, you know, real things, apparently. <laughs> we're just bullshitting <laughs> about shit. Video game podcast. <laughs> the history of canning. About canning. <laughs> Who wants to learn about canning? You guys want to learn about canning? Let's go on a little trip down memory lane. <laughs> oh, man. This episode brought to you by How It's Made. <laughs> no, we no, need, that we website won't more, pay us. We need to talk way more monotone if we want to do that. Oh, I am now I can do that. drinking a beer. It is no, made by Session, which is based out of Oregon. You're putting too much intonation on your stuff. That is It needs to be true. a little bit I'm doing a little bit more, more shna- Shatner behind it. Oh, I am do you, do drinking you, I am drinking. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a Pelching Beaver, and it is amazing. <laughs> I am enjoying this beer, but I do not normally drink beer. Do I want <laughs> Hilarious side note, uh, Ben Folds had his autobiography come out, or his memoir, and there's a whole section in there where he's talking about when he did that album with Shatner, and he basically talks about how he like eventually became a caricature of his character, and he just, like, it's like he just couldn't stop doing the, the overacting thing just because it was, like, fun to him. <laughs> it's worth it, in my opinion. Totally worth it. <laughs> All right, so I guess we got to move on to news, huh? <laughs> Legitimate video, video game podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we want to talk about the most legitimate of things. Today, a Konosuba smartphone game was announced. It's what is coming today? out this winter. What? What's today? Today is Monday. Wild Classic Day. Monday what? The 26th. Monday the 26th. It's Wild Classic. August. Fuck that. We'll talk about Wild Classic. <laughs> but a Konosuba smartphone game is coming out later this year. <laughs> uh... I'm gonna fucking download it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I found out that it. I've been apparently a terrible anime friend because I went into two group chats and shared that, and I had like a bunch of guys go, "What's Konosuba?" I'm like, "Oh my god, how have I not shared this with you? How have I not told you you need to watch this?" And then all of them were like, "I'm gonna watch it. You usually don't steer me wrong. It's either really funny or really good." You steer like, Konosuba's wrong, bull. Eric. That's the worst anime to send someone on like for the first. Isekai. What? No, what? it's ho- no. You it's can't. a satire of Isekai. That's the I know. best part about it. That can't be their it. first exposure to no, it. No, 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 no. These are guys that have watched Isekai. Okay. <laughs> they have watched okay. other ones. But I was just like, how have I not shown you Konosuba yet? Like, this is just weird. <laughs> Maybe I took for granted that everybody had already seen Konosuba. That's true. That, that is one of those it. ones that was like, everyone seemed to have seen it, even though it wasn't like super wholly mainstream. easily accessible. Yeah. Yeah. But Konosuba. Konosuba. Explosion! Explosion! (laughs) (laughs) Gonna get some. (laughs) Gonna get some. You can still get the uh, AI program of Megamine. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna get some ramen. I'm gonna get a app. I'm just gonna get some ramen. Well, playing some apps. All with Konosuba. 
while watching it. Why the fuck not? <laughs> sure, <laughs> might, might as well. <laughs> Play Konosuba watching Konosuba. Eat, drink, sleep, Konosuba. <laughs> That's what they want. Pillow. You got a body pillow. Holy fuck. They got it covered. I forgot about they, that. They, they got it covered. Body wait, wait. Which body pillow, though? Does it matter? Uh, I don't know. Chris, which which body pillow you want? I'm going to look them up right now, though. Do you want use? I, I actually have seen one of darkness. I'm actually happy they didn't say Megumin just like off the top of his head. Like I'm just like, I'm slightly like just pleased with you, Chris, as a person that you didn't say the... Megamine is possibly the coolest out of all of them, but if you were talking a body pillow, it would have to be either A, Darkness, or B, the most useless goddess ever. Yes, it has to be. It's like, you gotta give Aqua a use. Look at Nolly Express right now. (laughs) There's a lot of Megamine and not... I've seen a Darkness one. You're looking on on Lolly Express? Ollie Express. Oh, I was like, did someone, number one, create a website called Lolly Express? That's despicable. <laughs> and number two, what the fuck is it? Because I need to go to it. There and is number actually three, probably a Lolly Express. Is it not registered? Because maybe we should have that registered. <gasps> <laughs> Jason, go look. I'm looking right now. com. Chris. Lolly's to your door. There you go. $18.04 with $10 shipping on eBay. You can get yourself a darkness body pillow. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're horrible people. <laughs> how, how do you spell, how do you spell lolly? L-O-L-I, duh. <laughs> because I'm planning For 25 bucks, it. you can get full nude ones. You can get oh, double shit. L's, you can get double L's available, but unfortunately... And kind of awesomely, Lolly Express is taken already. <laughs> now I'm going to it. Fuck my search history. <laughs> Check this one out, Chris. Nah, it's a parked page. Lame. Look at that shit. <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> I was worried about my search history. Oh, Holy this is an fuck. incognito, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Why? Why are people buying the... Uh... <laughs> The internet is ruining us as a society. Oh, wait, wait. I found Chris's. I found Chris's. There you go, Chris. That's, that's... Chris's body pillow right there. Because that's a trap. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's not exposed really much, but then you just said it was a trap. No, I was it's... like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's the, okay. That's, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know who it was at first. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Oh, you can get the... Uh... What's her name? Albedo or Albedo from uh, Overlord. Boom. Well, there I'm you sure go. you get everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, the best is that it's like, I guess that this is a just a shop of nothing but... Wow. That's wow. What's her name from... Uh, Sword, Sword, Art. Sword Art. Yeah, from yeah, Sword Art. That is full on just nude. Oh, yeah. Full on nude. Oh, look. They even have the sizes. So this one is a 50 by 150. <laughs> Jesus. This is... <sighs> one more. Oh, that's the... No. Oh, I thought it was... Okay. No, it's the it's the chick that's Megamine's rival, or that thinks she's Megamine's rival. Okay, I'm I'm stopping the screen. I feel chair. very dirty now. Can just, <laughs> you should. I'm gonna slam this beer. <laughs> wow! All right, that's our first bit of news. Cans and lollies, body pillows. <sighs> <laughs> All right, in news that made Jason happy. Ashen has been announced coming to PS4 and Switch in December 2019. Fuck yeah, they were one of my uh, top of E3, what was it, two years ago? Last year? Last year. Last year. And uh, um, 
they were an Xbox only title, and I gave like I played it at the uh, Play Xbox event thing, whatever they had for press, and it is a great Souls Light title, I'd say, just because it's kind of felt a little bit more forgiving, but the art style just really kind of blew me away on how simplistic it was, and I loved the crap out of it, and I gave him an award, and I was like, you know what, I'm looking forward to playing this when you come on a real console, and here it comes. <laughs> year and a half later. year and a half real later, that's okay, console. I'm a patient gamer, and besides, I got I got games, I got games for days with Borderlands and shit like that, I'm not yeah. picking this up tomorrow, but um, I'm excited about it. And that's it, my it, biggest problem right now, is deciding, that it's like... It's like there's, I could buy games, but then Borderlands is coming out. Dude, I'm having weeks. a hard time enjoying anything right now with Borderlands coming out here so soon, and that sucks. Fuck. I've never felt this like pumped for a game except for Witcher, and even then I was just like, hey, Witcher's an RPG, and I'll be fine with like enjoying like FPSs and stuff like that. But the month right now before Borderlands, I'm sitting here being like, I could play games, but I don't want to get anything engrossing in because I'm gonna set it aside. Exactly. For, yeah, exactly. for BL3. That's the big uh, problem with Greedfall, is it comes out with like three days before Borderlands. I'm like, I kind of want to check it out, Greedfall but it's immediately played. just going to get pushed to the side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same thing with uh, Link to the Past or, or Link's Awakening. It, it, uh, comes it comes out, out like, after. Yeah, seven days, though. It's not going to be... Just gonna, sorry. I, I Actually, <laughs> I know that Jason's going to be playing it. You know why? Because you're going on a long trip. <laughs> well, only if I can buy it in China. <laughs> Nah, you could, uh, oh, you should be able to buy it, like pre-order it, and then it would be able to download. Like, you, you should be able to get through their firewall onto the, the regular That's one. a, that's a Maybe. big should. Big should. It's, it's a big a, should. It is big China. Might. And it's I'm not pre-ordering it, so might. there's that too. <laughs> but we'll see. All right, uh, so that's awesome. Like, I watched you play it. Ashen, and I thought it looked really cool. I didn't get a chance to play it, but I, I went over and did the sim rig with Chris. So it's fun. But yeah, that was it was a good looking game. All right. Uh, in sad news, Conan Chop Chop has been delayed till Q1 2020. No, this is not sad news to me because anytime a game's delayed, it means they're working on something. Which it, is, it does. You know what they're working on? Online multiplayer. Awesome. <laughs> Which yeah. is gonna be great. Yeah. That's so it's like it's good. bittersweet. It's sad that we're not like we were literally two weeks away, less than that. We were a week away from Conan Chop Chop. Yeah, but then a lot of the fun it. we had when we played this at E3 was because we we're all sitting together playing it, and if we weren't able to do that, because I don't. I'd make you come over. Yeah, I want to fucking hang out with you guys. Yeah. But uh, uh, <laughs> now we can. <laughs> Through the magic the of money. the internet. It's <laughs> not worth the gas money. <laughs> Fuck Definitely you not. assholes. <laughs> I saw what you were looking up online. I'm not hanging out <laughs> I'm trying to find birthday presents for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> sure, oh it's in May, but you know. Yeah, you got to play in time. Yeah, you got plenty of time. Got to find the right him, body pillow. Didn't we buy him that that like hentai anime shirt where it's just black and white has all like the O faces from all the girls? Didn't we buy we that? Should form? no, I'm we think sure we talked did. about it. We should. Didn't I do that, Chris? No, no. Maybe I just dreamed it. I'm just like, here's your here's your hentai shirt, Chris. You're like, thanks, buddy. You can find that all over print really easily, Chris. What shirt size you wear? Large, extra large? What do you want? Uh, let's go with extra large. Yeah, we're gonna get you an Ahigo I've been shirt. A lot. <laughs> own up to it buddy own up to it the best of friends fuck with each other you mean like the fact that we have the same birthday bag going back and forth for like 10 plus years yep actually yep. no it changed because the the superman bag ripped 
I was I gonna say that. I haven't seen the Superman one for a while. Yeah, I think that you. I think you got the last one when I gave it to you for your wedding gift. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that I <laughs> the, did wrapped it, it back around. I wrapped it around a different gift and then stuck it in your gift bag. So you got it as like confetti back. Oh, Maybe I got it mean? like I got it inside now. What is? I think it's a Spider-Man gift bag that we're going back and forth nice. with. <laughs> Brooks. <laughs> The best part about having a kid is that I have access to so many different gift bags that I can give you. <laughs> All that I want to do, what I think would be more fun, just because I hate receiving gifts, um, is that I think it'd be great is if I, like, and I'm kind of spoiling a little bit because I've been playing with this for a long time, so I apologize, guys, that this is probably not going to be something I'll do with you guys Aww. anymore. I know, it's it was a great idea that I had that I've been really wanting to, like, really do now for I a while. Now I am this ad. I know, but, you know, it... It's better to talk about it out loud just because maybe now I can put it on someone else. But what I've been wanting to do is I want to go get a hardcore resin copy. And I want to sculpt it out with, like, not just a 3D printer, but have a little handwork behind it and make it out of concrete of just my hand giving the giant middle finger. (laughs) And I just want that to be the pass-around gift. Like, hey, happy birthday. It's your 40th. Here's my finger. Do whatever the fuck you want. You with can it. just get one and of those resin want, cash things. All I want, though, is for you to give me that back at my birthday. That's all I want. Dude, you can get one of those resin cast things. Yeah, but I didn't want just resin. I wanted to be like heft. I wanted. I was just. Oh like, no, no, they the- they put it in like. Sorry. So what it is is like you put your hand in, and that that solidifies, and then you put in like concrete mix. It'll have some heft. And yeah, like they, you, the, the molds or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've looked at a lot of different things and kind of played with the idea. But then, you know, I, I get into like the cost of it all. I'm just like, ah. It's like $30. I don't hate them all that much yet. <laughs> it's $30. I know, but it's for a full-on prank, like, <laughs> gift that, you know, it's like. If you were in a fancy if, football league, that could if, be the loser's trophy. If someone if took it the girl. wrong way, it would be like the worst thing ever. Like it's just like, hey, buddy, here you go. Yeah, that and fucker like, doesn't deserve the finger then. <laughs> oh no, they deserve it even more. Well, yes, but they don't. They don't deserve that finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's my second up. It's my left hand. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Double fuck you. Anybody that anybody in this group. They got that would laugh their fucking ass off. Oh, for sure, or for sure. But there's there's a difference between laughing your ass off for sure, it, and then like once everyone's gone home, you clean up all the beer bottles and stuff like that, and you just look out of the corner of your eye. There's just a little like twelve inch like stand with my finger just staring you down. That You're just like short and fuck that guy. Dubby finger. <laughs> <laughs> that teeny tiny hobbit hand finger. Whatever. And then you buy a display case for it. <laughs> I'll just eat a bunch of pizza, get some girth going, figure it on down. Oh, God, that motion that you just made. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, be happy that this is an audio medium. <laughs> you did not need to see that. <laughs> anyway, that's my gift idea for everybody uh, forever. Speaking of possibly giving it to the finger, Riot Games settled a class action lawsuit over their sexist culture. Everything is undisclosed. We have no idea on sums or anything like that, but all that stuff that we talked about a few months ago is apparently resolved. Whatever. To me, when it comes down to stuff like this, it's probably fake, and then it's probably fake. So it's probably fake that the complaints were as egregious as they made it sound, and at the same time, it's probably fake on the buyout where they probably just hey here's 50k you don't work here anymore or whatever you know just like that that they're doing so 
Could be. It's all politics. It's all bullshit. There's nothing good that would have come out of this. And if they're willing to shut up about it, then that, that's, that's my thing. If, if something was so egregious, if something was so bad against me, and it may just be because I'm a man, you know what, I'll, I'll fully admit it. I wouldn't let it go. I would. I wouldn't be like, no, fuck off. Your your PR is probably worth way more than anything you're putting in my face. I'm gonna keep shouting about this until I have either a global re- uh, resolution or until I feel better. And so, if my feel better is 50k or whatever and stuff like that, then it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know. You're pissed off a woman. That shit lasts. <laughs> I yes, Eric. I am married. <laughs> I'm just saying. That shit lasts. That's what I'm saying, Eric. So if this, if it was, if it was a legit woman, like pissed off, like she was just like absolutely livid about all this stuff and had every right claim, not saying that she shouldn't have, not not like but, please complain about it, um, then I don't think it would have been just oh okay yeah I'll take I'll take the money go away and shut up. I don't think it would have happened like that. Like like if 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 she was legitimate pissed off and for re- re- actual reason, it would have been. They wouldn't let that go. And that's sexist, I'm sure. But Oh yeah. That's you know, like for me too. Like if someone would just be like, you know what, Jason, your podcast sucks, your video game sucks, and you're not a true gamer. I'd have been like, Oh cool, bro, cool, cool, cool. Fake cool. gamer. We're not hanging out anymore ever again. <laughs> oh, hey man, sorry, here's hundred and fifty bucks. We're cool now, right? No. Like no. Like it's just <laughs> get the fuck if, out. Wait, wait, wait. What if they gave you fifty thousand dollars? No, I still wouldn't <laughs> hang out with them. I would I would be like, you have to get my fucking like like this sounds so stupid like but I'm like this is a whole thing stupid I'd be like you have to get my trophy count and like achievement score and like stamps or whatever they fucking have on Steve tattooed on your body and then every year you have to get it updated then then <laughs> you're right Wait, do they have to put an X on it we're back and then tattoo I don't care like, how they do it the I don't care how they do it they can get laser removed and then we'll do it right back on over they can put an X or dash through it count it up. I don't give a fuck. And then, uh, like, once it gets down to their, like, ankle, because it starts their chest or whatever, and then I'll be like, who's a fucking gamer? And they'll be like, not you. And then they'll die. And I'll be like, whatever, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you spend, like, $8,000 on tattoos. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I don't want your money. I want your pain. Tattoos don't hurt that much. That's fine. Jesus. In like the top three stories we've now gone into that I like hate lollies. I'm sadistic. I'm sexist apparently now. Like Jesus. All right, let's move on to this news because I am. And you love lollies. What are you talking no, about? No, you love lollies. Lollies are cool. You love lollies. LollyExpress.com. <laughs> All right. Um, apparently I'm a cunt. Um, that, that's apparently news, everybody. It is news. It is the top story. <laughs> the Eric biggest is news. a cuntist is specifically what Jason put into our news thing. It is Thank a mixture Jason. between princess priestess and cunt. <laughs> and a countess? Yes. And that's it. That's what it was. I had a lot of better ideas. Sober. <laughs> you cuntist. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, Level as- four. As Chris said earlier, today is WoW Classic Day. Uh, The day that we're recording this, obviously. It's not going to come out on WoW Classic Day. But WoW Classic is officially out, everybody. Yay. I know someone taking tomorrow off. Hey, I played the shit out of this. I I missed school. You know, forever ago. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I missed school. I missed classes. Like, I I played the fuck out. I had multiple level 60 characters. We talked about this before in previous episodes. Love the crap out of the, out of the wow. Um, just like 
any other addiction for me, though, I had to convince myself that it was the worst thing for me to be doing with my life. So now, when someone's just like, hey, you want to play WoW again? I'm just like, I can't. It'd be like if someone would be like, hey, I know you used to use, like, heroin like crazy, but... They made a they made a new heroin and it's got like sprinkles in it. <laughs> no, you know it's better. No, no, they brought they brought you back classic heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have as much like bad stuff in it. It's just pure heroin. Remember how they kept know? bringing out new heroin and then new new heroin? Well, now they've gone back to heroin classic. <laughs> I've, I've made like... multiple classic Coke jokes. <laughs> you know, well, our uh, buddy Patrick has three hundred total days between his characters. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I wasn't that bad, fuck. but I That's, I knew friends. I, I don't know. People. I want to know what your what your count was, but that yeah. would require you like logging in. Wait, me? You want to know? <laughs> yeah, what mine you. Was? Mine yeah, was like just whatever. it's my player ID that I've used forever. No, no, I, but I, what your count was, but that would require you logging in to see what oh, your count they, was. Oh, they they so a long time ago they sent out an email being like, hey, you haven't logged into Battle.net in like billion years, whatever. Like we're gonna delete your shit unless you do it. I'm just like, all right, well, there goes there goes Jasuv. Oh, the no. the paladin oh, no. dwarf, paladin redheaded dwarf that I was, you know, it was my main. I'm gonna go role play a gay character named Jasuv on WoW Classic. Now. I was actually, I was actually uh, uh, propositioned to be in a fanfic with my character for a gay fanfic, and I was like, go ahead. I it's, if you need a redheaded dwarf paladin to be in your gay fanfic, Jasuv is Jasuv's on board. <laughs> <laughs> Can we find this? <laughs> I have no idea. I never found it. I never looked. I never did anything because I, at the time, this was, oh, Jesus, I would have been like 20, 21, and I would have been like, I don't, I don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in it. Hey, no, there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I'll, you know, whatever. Oh, it, it keeps wanting to change just who to Jesus. Yeah, well, I get, you know, a good gamer. He called it Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, he, he had magic powers. <laughs> I, I Google my shit all the time, and it's anymore just all the stuff that I've done. So it's hard to find if it ever even existed. And this is before this is this had to have been on like a live journal or something like that. Like this is Probably. before a lot of stuff. Like, like it's got to be way day. deleted. It's on his MySpace account. <laughs> in a note on MySpace. I still have my MySpace account. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's not quite the same as it used it's to be. It's not the same. It's not. It's all for music and actually. But you could see what your top eight was for a while. You can look at old pictures. That's what I kind of like about it. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of old pictures in there. All right. Uh, a new game from the Halo co-creator is coming out called Disintegration. All that we have seen is FMV of it, and it's a robot who is apparently in love with his speeder bike. But then they made fun of him for being in love with his speeder bike, so it was funny. But it's a robot. But that's about it. It's a robot. In love with the machine. What's wrong with this? No, nothing. They just made fun of him. Only a robot <laughs> can fuck another robot. Yes. <laughs> Only a robot can fuck another robot. We have learned things on cutscene, and that is one it's of them. It's all about the aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> But that's all that we have. We don't have, like, any specifics or anything like that, just that it's a first-person shooter. We don't have any, like, demands on pronouns yet? Nope. No, he's a dude. There's a female one. Like, he's oh, gotta be a dude. Oh, good, yes. <laughs> Inanimate objects do need that classification. Yes, they do. Yeah, I think you fly around on your spaceship, and then you have, like, soldiers running around the ground fighting for you. Yes. Okay, do As we a... want to complain about something? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Matrix 4 is happening for some reason, everybody. Oh, that's right. That's right. Matrix yeah. Four is happening, even though wow. and and Keanu Reeves and Carrie Mass are both in it, even though they're both dead. I don't understand how they're making this movie. Robo Neo, 
Robo- so, but okay, but why? We talked about this. Why would the robots want to bring back digital Jesus? Right. The whole the whole thing with the end of him. the Matrix is that they wanted Neo dead and gone. Like they're just digital like, Mary Magdalene. He'd be gone. <laughs> but they kind of helped him out, may deal whatever, so could he could kill the agent or whatever. The deal was is that we wouldn't fucking wipe out the humans. Yes. Yeah. Like that that was the deal. And so the only story is that like, hey, yeah, this there's still conflict in the fact that humans still exist. Um, the only way that they're gonna make this better, or the the only way you can make this story be kind of awesome, is they were if, all still in the Matrix. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, kind of, kind of. Where it's just like you had this whole like resurgence, like Neo was like more like a, a digital idea type thing, kind of like what they're doing in Cyberpunk seventy seven, you know, like construct, you know, and, and just kind of like, hey, you know, like even the idea of Neo is strong enough to bring whatever. And you go through this whole thing to then find out that, no, it's humans rise up, they fight and all that stuff. And at the end, it just it realizes that, no, it's not a humans. It's just other machines that think they're human. And humans have been dead for centuries. Kind of like a Babylon uh, 5,000? Babylon 5? Babylon 5. Or not Babylon, Babylon 5. five. Yeah. Uh, Where everyone's, was... everyone's Cylons now. That's the no, end yeah, of the Matrix. It Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. That's what I'm talking everyone's about. Everyone's a yeah. Cylon. Like, like, who's a Cylon? We gotta kill all the Cylons. Oh, wait, we're all Cylons. We're all Cylons. <laughs> that would be the only redeeming thing that I could see coming out of the Matrix 4. Otherwise, it's gonna be like... He's it might as well be a musical. It might as well fucking be a musical. The if you're not coming of something. Neo. Right. It just like... <laughs> Technicolor dream code it like just be like whatever it's now a musical we're making we're singing about batteries because who gives a fuck at this point <laughs> in slightly better movie news they are making a metro movie in russia though so which means it's going to be in russian and if you want to watch it you have to watch it in russian with subtitles or you have to wait for some shitty dub to come out but it's set to come out in 2022 just keep um <laughs> Is that better news? Because when's the last time that a video game was made into a great movie? Well, this Whoa. is more books because Metro, the video games are yes. based off of books. Okay. So, which is one of the Stand things that gives the Witcher series a little bit more credence as far as yeah. that is that they're not necessarily basing it off the video game; they're basing it off of the books. Uh, and loosely, and I think at that. they were supposed to MGM. I think it was used to have the rights. But they want to set it in Washington, D.C. Fucking stupid Hollywood. Hollywood. That would have been fucking horrible. So he's like, yeah, we're not doing that. This is Russia. Moscow. Russia. Although Russia. technically, I guess they, Russia still could have just done the movie anyways without having to worry about the rights because it's basically like China over there and who gives a fuck what's going on? Because mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. give a True. fuck. <laughs> Come uh, take it from our president's cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, total side tangent that really does kind of pertain to this. Uh, Summer anime Guilty Pleasure series is How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. (laughs) (laughs) And in this week's episode, they had an arm wrestling competition, uh, and the main girl was like one of only two two girls that registered for it. And they brought in a Russian girl who was going to do it. She's a skinny, like, platinum-haired girl. And she continually, when she talks about things like uh, Kipling, like things that they do for exercise and whatnot, because they really do like show like proper, like proper routines to do for weightlifting and everything like that. Um, She keeps referencing back and they show a drawing of that picture of Putin with the bear topless. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 
<laughs> the main <laughs> character's like, why do you keep showing this? <laughs> it's real life. It's fucking great. <laughs> this is what a real man looks like. If you want to watch uh, an anime that unfortunately has uh, quite a bit of fan service, but it's fan service on both sides because they keep showing like their trainer who just like flexes and rips out of his clothes and he's just like extremely muscle bound. So like there's something for chicks to look at. There's something for dudes to look at. It's a funny fucking anime. <laughs> and it teaches you proper weightlifting techniques. All in the so, back. Yeah. <laughs> Lift in a fast jerking motion <laughs> with only your back. <laughs> Use that to support all the weight. That's how Over, you do it. Overextend whenever possible. <laughs> and make sure to swing your body when you're lifting. <laughs> That's right. Always swing your body. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, yeah, Metro, um, I, I, if they do the spaghetti western style where they film everything and they just do two cuts of it, one in English, one in Russian, I think that would be the best way to do it. Well, I mean, since like 80% of the movie should be in a mask, it should be pretty easy to do. Yeah, but the dub would still be shit though, because they would sound English. Like, they would sound American instead of sounding like they're asking me for vodka. <laughs> They would have Unless to get, like, the hire. actors from the game. Yeah, maybe they could do that. That would be good. Anywho, the way that they used to do Spaghetti Western is they would shoot every scene back and forth. English and Italian? Yeah, Italian. That's why they're Spaghetti Westerns. Um, and I think that would be the best way to do it. Anywho, all right. Next, let's see here. We'll talk. Let's go to news of people need to stop being dickbags. Um, because now there's more games that are coming out on the Epic Game Store. Uh, we have Big Ben has now announced World Rally, <laughs> World Rally Championship 8, WRC 8, Paranoia, Happiness is Mandatory, and B Simulator will all be making debuts as Epic exclusives. Um, and there was another game, fuck, what was it, that uh, they announced, and it got to a point to where Epic had to, like, or where they had to put out a thing of, like, hey, don't be assholes to people. Because we don't want to. Oh, it was the uh, the next Oddworld game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Oddworld oh, yeah, yeah. Soulstorm, where they put out like a whole thing of like again, much like what uh, the people that did Ooblets did of like this is the reason why we did it. We're funding this all on our own. We want to make sure that we get the best possible thing. Please don't like review bomb us and send us death threats and all this stuff. Please, please, please don't. Please don't. Whatever. This is such old news to me anymore. Like. People are going to be dicks no matter what. And I just keep looking back to, like, asking. people, like, look when they were starting with Steam. Like, people were just, like, dicks then, too. So it's just like, yeah, you know what? People are hating on change and stuff like that. If only they were, like, more involved with their local politics as they are with gaming, maybe we'd be a lot better place anyway. <laughs> oh. Local only. Everything else is controlled. Illuminati is happening. <laughs> Oh, we we can go on about Illuminati. You oh, Illuminati, Illuminati is a real thing, man. Like, like the uh, whole Star Whackers thing that came out from uh, what's his name a while ago. I think that that's real, and I I think that we have now found it. It's the Clintons. I am super excited that in September, when so many people rush Area Fifty One to watch the giant pyramid eye raise out of the desert sand and start new, <laughs> like laser beaming people, like from. <laughs> Uh, God, what was that old movie? Uh, War of the Worlds? Yeah, War of the Worlds. You know, just like people turn to ash and stuff like that. Looking forward to that 
like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh... Let's do Sony news. Uh, okay, so first is Sony apparently patented the design for their PS5 dev kits. Cool. And it's like the most hideous looking fucking console ever. Which is but ingenious. It's, the, it's weird that they patented the design for the dev kit. Like, they've no one's ever done that before. Because we're all now fucking talking about it. That's true? why. Yep. That's why. And it's so ingenious because you know how much it costs to like file a patent like this? Like, like literally bucks. nothing to a to a company <laughs> like this. Like literally nothing. You know how much free advertisement it they costs can get? more time to have the guy like costs more in time to have the guy file the patent than the patent actually cost. And if it was smart, it was probably just like the marketing director is just like, Hey, I'll do this for like X amount of money and like, sure, whatever and I'll get like so many people talking about it. Oh, no way you'll get that. Here's a million dollar <laughs> bonus or whatever if you do. And he just did it for like five hundred bucks in his own like time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like genius shit going on right now where everyone's gonna start talking about it because like like he like if anything he made it too clean looking like even though it looks like a pair of shorts with like turbo jets coming out of it and it's like stupid <laughs> but looking as all no hell. it's been confirmed that that like that's what the dev kits look like cool like and there hope, there I were hope. devs that were as soon as it popped out they're like yeah no that's the dev kit I've got one in my office right now <laughs> I still think that that was a little bit more along the lines of like oh yeah but I'm just saying like he like he probably did it but like that's it's not like he made that thing up that is a real thing that is out there it's just not gonna make it to us no yeah of course not <laughs> it's just fucking funny but yes people look it up it's fucking hideously gross. Super I'd, hideous. I'd say I'll share it on our IG, but I don't want to because it's so ugly. It looks so like bad. a pair of shorts with yeah. like jet like <laughs> USB ports flaps coming out of the crotch, coming out mm-hmm. and USB ports coming out of the crotch, and then a bunch of la- uh, like lights down at the bottom, sitting on top of uh, old VCR cassette tape player. That's what my pants look like right now. USB ports coming out of the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> In other Sony news, Sony has now bought Insomniac Games, which was kind of like dumb in my opinion like just just in the fact that it was just like hey remember the ps3 and they made insomniac made the whole kill zone not kill zone no yeah they did no well, they yeah did. not made only, resistance yeah that gorilla games or resistance sorry yes not they not made kill resistance zone. fall of man and that was just a phenomenal three game series that they made albeit they shat the bed in the end third one was the worst yeah. third one was the absolute worst i mean but but resistance fall of man the first one was one of the best games on the ps3 you know and especially at a launch title and like there was like no shocker that it was just like, hey, you know, we did well together. Why don't we work together still? Well, and and Insomniac. They had all the Ratchet and Clank series before right. that. Right. Yeah. And then Insomniac was just like, nah, man, we want to be free. We want to create stupid ass games. And they're like, nah, don't do that. And like, well, we're going to go to Xbox and we're going to make Sunset Overdrive. And like, go ahead. And they released Sunset Overdrive and no one gave a fuck. <laughs> and now <laughs> they're just like, oh, here we are. You know, we'd like to make games again. Cool. We're just going to buy you. Well, and they made Spider Man. Yep. Yes. Um, but as we were talking about, is that there's a good chance that they bought it specifically for VR space because uh, over the last few years, Insomniac's made three Oculus exclusive games: Edge of Nowhere, The Unspoken, and Feral Rights. Oh, I didn't even think about VR. That's a good point. So they've got they've actually got a pretty good pedigree into the VR space. Hmm. And if Sony really wants to keep pushing the VR going into the PS5, this could be something big for hmm. them. That saddens me a little bit because I think the VR stupid. But it's both because it's not like the team that worked on Spider-Man. No, it's obviously they're going to be. On, hey, we've just yeah. locked down Spider-Man Two too as well. So. Oh yeah, we haven't even. I don't even have that. How do I not have that on this list? 
Let's continue on with Sony news. Sony and Disney are having a fight, and Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. So I don't know how long it's going to be lasting for, <laughs> but I will be complaining about this forever just because it is not Sony. It is Disney being greedy assholes. Yes. I mean, they're both obviously Although, multi-billion dollar corporations that are just fighting over extra millions of dollars. But at the end of it, the contract for itself was for only the five movies. So it was already at pre like time to renegotiate time. Yep. And Disney is now asking for more money out of the um, actual revenue from the movie film and not just like in the uh, merchandising and stuff like that. And so it's just like that'd be a bad deal for us because we're funding the entire creation of the movie. So if we're going to well, like fund all of it and then have to give half of our profits that makes no sense Disney would also co-fund it now okay yeah, that's fine that's so great they'd be putting but, more money in too as well yeah but they're giving up their only ip as well in the same process so i get it like sony knows they fucked up bad because if the whole mc the whole like marvel universe was offered up to sony years ago and they're just like fuck that no one gives a shit about these characters we'll just buy spider-man because that's the only one that has any kind of future to it so Sony already knows they fucked up bad by passing up this whole idea. And now they have this one thing that's just like, hey, we have this shank in Disney's side, which is the giant Garfield demigod of the entertainment industry of just gobbling up everything. Like just like, ah, just eating it all. And they have this one thing that they can just like, be like nah, got Spider-Man, hmm, can't touch me, me. You know, so why would they give that up? That, that makes total sense to me because otherwise your next step is just... Well, okay. So production budget... This is actually surprising. I'm like looking at like a... Uh, I'm looking at the-numbers.com, which goes over like box office, history, budgets, like everything. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming have the second and third lowest uh, budgets mm -hmm. out of all the other movies. Makes sense. The first one, the original Spider-Man one with Sam Raimi had a $139 million budget, and then it's 160 and 175 for Far From Home and Homecoming, and then all the other ones from Sony all had... Uh, Spider-Man 2 was 200, Spider-Man 3 was 258, uh, Amazing Spider-Man was 220, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was 200. Um, I didn't think that they made as much as they did uh, in the box office, primarily, especially for the last two, the Amazing Spider-Man ones, which I thought were actually better. Like, I thought that they did a really good job with the Andrew Garfield ones. I don't know why they weren't so well-received other than the, the second, fact that the it had to be because the... Do what? Is that the second Spider-Man? Yeah, that was the second Spider-Man. Never even saw those. It, see, and I think that the big issue was that the MCU was in full swing at that point, and nobody wanted to see Spider-Man not in the MCU, um, at least in America. They still made good money in, like, worldwide box office. They made, for the Garfield ones, they made seven fifty-seven and seven hundred eight uh, world in total worldwide box office, whereas Homecoming's made eight eighty, and Far From Home made $1.1 or $1.1 yeah, million dollars. Billion? It did not billion make dollars, $1.1 million. $1.1 billion. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Been the worst so movie release. Billion dollars. So here, the big thing is, is that they're looking at it and they're like, okay, so we paid you 5% of the gross box office worldwide for having Spider-Man in the MCU. That's what they paid Disney. They paid 5% of it. So they paid them just over $5 million to allow that in there. And now Disney is asking for 50% as opposed to 5%. Um, 
But the Garfield ones still made like $400,000 less worldwide. And if Disney is willing to front more money into it, it doesn't feel like Sony's really going to lose a lot of money, except for when they compare Far From Home of like how much they made. And Sony seems to think that even that if they keep uh, Tom Holland and the director on, that they're going to make the same amount of money. It's, and they're not realizing that it's being part of the MCU that pulled a lot of stuff in. Like agree. him like, having they, that they whole thing with Iron Man. are thankful for the MCU for saving it. 100%. I am not yeah. advocating that. But I, I still see the aspect behind it where, as a businessman, you don't want to just oh, yeah. give up your one thing. Like This is like, hey, this is my only piece of pie of this MCU gl- juggernaut. But now made. it's not in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. I mean, it's. Do they have? They're going to come back. They're going to they negotiate. Plans of it already being in like the Avengers land that's going to take over a uh, Southern California theme park. Well, that's because they can still do that in the theme park. They just can't make right movies. exactly. But yeah. so they're not going to do all of that and not come come back to the table. That's all I'm saying. Like it, it's not. Yeah, it's it's part right now, but it, I'm not hold, I'm not scared or worried well, that it's gone. And. The big question that I asked with this was, what portion of Sony made this decision? Because if we, if you think back to years ago, it's funny to say that, years ago when they had that whole dump of emails and everything like that, the big reason why Spider-Man made it into the MCU was that whole email dump happened, and another bigger part of Sony saw Sony Pictures doing stupid shit and saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. You could have made a fuck ton of money with Marvel putting it into the MCU and you turned it down because you wanted to do your own stupid shit. So I don't know if it's if it went all the way up on Sony or if it stayed down at Sony Pictures and someone's going to get their pee-pee slapped again. I don't know. Like, I don't know movie box office things, but I'm pretty sure that would probably be one of the highest grossing films for Sony would have gone all the way up. Could have, but it, that's a good question, though. It, the, those things didn't come up before. Yeah, but before like they didn't it wasn't. Make their way it up. wasn't a highest grossing film of all time for Sony. Like, I, like again, I don't know off the top of my head what what are the highest grossing films of Sony, but I'm willing to bet that these last two Spider-Man films probably are in the top two, top four, if not by a large, large, large margin. Well, I know the last one was the largest they've ever had in their knife five years. There you go. Yeah, stuff like that. That's just like, yeah, this is. It's not just like another wow. rom com. How bad is it? How bad? Did you look it up? How bad is it? Uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I bet it is. So it's I mean, yeah, pretty bad. All right, so the the there's a list top five highest grossing films by Sony Pictures, Skyfall, Spider-Man 3, Spectre, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2012, The Da Vinci Code, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Hancock, Men in Black 3, Casino Royale, Men in Black, Quantum of Solace, The Smurfs, The Mermaid, Angels and Demons, Hotel Transylvania 2, uh, Men in Black 2, The 1998 Godzilla Movie, uh, Hitch, the Karate Kid, the one with Jaden Smith, <laughs> Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> the Angry Birds stop, movie. Stop, stop. This and list Smurfs is too. so depressing. This list is horrible. <laughs> like, I am so. I'm like. Ugh. 
So yeah, there you go. Like, oh, oh Jesus, that is sad. God, that's that's... a sad ass shit. Yeah, and then you go to Disney, and it's like Star Wars Episode Seven, The Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Frozen, Iron Man Three, Captain America: Civil War, Toy Story Three, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, Finding Dory, Alice in Wonderland, Zootopia, The Lion King, The Jungle Book, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, Finding Nemo, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Inside Out, Guardians of the Galaxy, Maleficent. Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Monsters University, right, shut Up, up Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and The Sixth Sense. Oh, I forgot yeah, that funny. they did The Sixth Sense. <laughs> you said stop, and I'm like, no, I'm going to keep going you because get that was funny. Sense. That's good. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that IMDb just has like this random, like, hey, at any point you can come through and boom, get any of these. Although this hasn't been updated since January 2017. I mean, it just goes to show that both companies owe large amounts to the MCU and to like top two, three platforms, you know? Yep. Yes, Sony is mostly garbage but you know if 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 if, if mcu didn't take off like crazy then they disney would have been the same kind of boat star wars well that's not disney though i mean they bought it but that wasn't because of disney well but yes but disney yes they have they bought marvel and i I guarantee you yeah they bought marvel but they did they did establish the mcu post purchase of marvel so yeah but I guarantee you that for Star Wars, you know, once they finish up this trilogy and they bring out the next one, it's just like, hey, nothing to do with Star, uh, Star, uh, goddamn Star Skywalker. So I don't want to say Star Killer, <laughs> gaming podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Star Killer was his original name. Star Killer is also for the Force Unleashed. That's why. Yeah, it's but Star, but his original, like one of the funny because things about having Star Killer base that they wanted to have a story. Do not Star Wars me, bro. <laughs> I. <will. laughs> Um, anyway, the, uh, he fucking made me lose my whole point. I, I don't think that, uh, Disney will be able to pull the same magic with whatever trilogy they bring on next. I think that they're going to have a real tough time because they've alienated a lot of their hardcore demographic, i.e. me, into the fact that I just don't give a fuck anymore because I don't care. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. I still say the worst thing about, uh, The Last Jedi was that they shoehorned in resource management. <laughs> Nobody needs resource management in your fantasy world with fucking space wizards <laughs> and giant walking teddy bears. Yes, you do. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. No, no one needs resource management. That's it. That's like the, was the last thing that they needed to add in there. And All right. Like, oh, fuck off, RTSs. Fucking... Get out of here. Get, get the fuck out. RTSs don't have space wizards. <laughs> Uh, what RTS is you playing? Because I'm playing some dope ass ones with some yeah, space. Yeah, I know Warhammer 40k space. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Jesus Christ, we've been down this rabbit hole, Disney. Huh? Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go on to completely different stuff. Uh, Apex Legends had an AMA on Reddit. It went super great. At one point, they referred to their players as asshats and freeloaders primarily okay. because they are asshats and freeloaders yeah i mean uh, cool <laughs> i don't i don't fault them for wanting to make money and people bitching about the fact that they're not getting enough free stuff in their free-to-play game it's the same as fucking assholes on who uh play doken and get pissed off about not getting enough free shit it's like they're in this to make money making money hand over fist in that game but still they're in it to make money so fucking deal with it that is one of the funniest things that i always laugh about with Doken of like everyone that that sees 
that the people that spent money on the game have now caused the game to go number one. And they're like, I haven't spent any money on this yet, but give me my free stones now that all these other people made it number one on Google Play and iTunes. <laughs> Why not? Free loaders, No, I mean, yes. like, there, there's there's something to be said about that. And, you know, with PR side, things aside, it's just like, no, you, you're you're not paying for anything. The whole point is to make money. Are you having fun with your little bit that you're getting? Sure. Are you, otherwise you wouldn't play it. And that's the whole thing that you have to adapt with when you play a free-to-play game. Like, if you look at Warframe, for example, they did such a great job of building up a community of people that are just like, hey, I'm happy to just pay money or not pay money, but play this game for fun, and I'm not going to be pissed off at the stuff that I do pay into it. Apex, uh, Fortnite, all that stuff like that, you know, they kind of had a rougher time, and I think it all comes down to story. You know, Warframe yeah, had a giant story. Say, Warframe has an actual story. Yep, and has these a are giant just story that you can like, go through. And you have, like, a, <laughs> this is going to sound really funny, but you have an actual sense of accomplishment <laughs> that comes with your free game. But that's a free game um, where, you know, Apex and uh, Fortnite and, well, why not, uh, Battlefield, you only have a sense of accomplishment when you pay money. So that's the difference. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, it's... I, I feel for all the devs of those. Um, it's... Yeah, dude, I feel, dude, I feel, I feel really for devs one. all the time, and because you know people give devs a lot of shit, but it's ninety nine percent of the time not the devs' call; it's the publishers' call to make like all kinds of like bullshit claims and like make it so that like something's profitable more and that you don't get to like whatever stuff. Meanwhile, you have some dev that just worked like forty hour weekends, weekends to make this free content that the publisher's not going to release except for like a 0.01% of the public. And it's just like, man alive, I just spent all my free time making this thing and no one's going to see it. On a whole separate side, Onanaki is not getting good reviews. <laughs> so part of, uh, so we were just coming to the defense of devs. Now this might change. Um, you know, sure, if you're the guy making, you know, just like little bits and pieces here and there for a game, I can see that, but Story-wise, everything just seems kind of meh. Well, Onanaki was not a major title game for them. Like, they didn't talk no. about it at E3 at all. They were just like, hey, we made this game. If you like it, whatever. Here's a free demo. Check it out. We don't give a fuck. So they knew already that they probably bought this in some, like, acquisition that they didn't need to, like, really talk about. And they're just like, well, we'll get it all released because we've already spent so much time on it. And uh, um, now it is out. Because it's getting bad reviews actually draws it to me a little bit more. Just because that means, like, hey, you know, like, not the mass public of reviewers are liking it as much, which tells me that there might be something worthwhile here because it's not fitting their status quo. Will I go into it being like, it'll be the best game ever because everyone hates it, and I'm, I'm just, like, you know, some edgelord that wants to live on, you know, bad reviews? No, of course not. But I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I kind of talked about it, too, when I played the demo and kind of felt it was kind of meh, so... Yeah, for sure. I, I wouldn't story's come super out... super dark, but... Yeah, I think that's what... That oh, that's right. That's the, the super-duper dark one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and super well, ma, super meh it's is not that dark. Defer- it's... You didn't kill your sister twice. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, that game was shit, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I, I watched, like, you play it for, like, two hours or something like that. I could not stand that. Like, no thanks. If you played it from the beginning, the getting into the story was was much easier. Um, I got engrossed into the story, but like I could definitely see like if you just popped in 
and like what it's just going around talking to random people and whatnot like that's a good point i could good. definitely see that because i know that i've played games where i'm just like someone will watch me and they're like this is boring as fuck i'm just like you don't understand the lore like the witcher when yeah. i first watched you play it i'm like eh, it's all right no what <laughs> is the best game ever it is watch <laughs> this card game eric anyway <laughs> Okay, so let's let's go into a game that Jason will want to play. Cat Quest Two has been announced, everybody. Yes, and it's gonna come out on the Nintendo Switch. Mobile games are always coming out on the Switch, and it's great. Yeah, that was a dig at the Nintendo Switch. Shut up. It's, the original Cat Quest fun. though was fun as. Fun. It was fun. It was a great fun, great punny game, and I enjoyed a lot of it. it Zelda, like old school Zelda style, but with cats. What can yep. go wrong? And tons and tons of cat puns. Tons of puns. All the puns. <laughs> cats and dragons. That was actually what was really cool. It was just big-ass dragons and cats fighting dragons. That was a good game. <laughs> so what's the even Ronan liked it. And it was accessible enough that Ronan could play it and actually do pretty well with it. He had a couple of parts where like, I had to hop in and, and do stuff. But for the most part, he liked it and was able to play pretty well. Um, let's see here. We're down to like three more things. So let's do... All right. Uh, Western Digital has announced new black drives for the PS4 and Xbox One. Cool. Yeah. I put that in here because I thought Chris wanted to talk about it, but okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they're great drives. Um, so hopefully we can get one to review and you guys can check those out if you need some yes. more storage. Because it needs to be... So like the black drives currently are like for PCs are just the sticks that go directly into your PC Express slot and then... For a PS4 Correct. and an Xbox One, you need it to be a two and a half inch drive. So hopefully we'll get some kick-ass ones that we can throw in and see some great performance increase. I'll take it hiking again. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely yes. take it hiking. Get some beautiful shots up on South Mountain. It'll be awesome. Okay, uh, next, Dragon Quest Eleven on Switch, which comes out soon, apparently lets you change a lot of stuff. They've talked about that as far as like being able to to go in and do the draconian quest settings. But one of the ones that you can set that's coming out is townsfolk talk tripe, in which case the townspeople will lie to you every now and then. So especially if you're like, this is your first time playing through and you don't remember and you don't know anything, or if you're playing through a second time and you don't remember the entire story, they might tell you false shit about like a sword being inside of like a waterfall and stuff like that. This would piss me off <laughs> <laughs> but you can turn it on and off like I know, that's I know. It's, it's an option that you turn on for like, it but i'm just saying as like someone that like beat the fuck out of this game and like if this is not something that's going to make me want to come back and play this game again at all because number one i'm going to remember like unfortunately this is kind of one of my things is i'll remember everything that you're going to tell me like if there's going to be like hey there's a sword in this you know waterfall over there i'd be like i never did that in the original game so you're obviously telling me shit can i murder you no because it's a dragon quest game so <laughs> now i'm like well this is bullshit and i hate this game again even more so it's not a selling point for me number one number two lying sack of shit if, yeah exactly and number two if i never played this game before and this is something that i was wanting to do this is already a long game and the last thing i need is for like <laughs> people to just be like hey man why don't you go pick up some pennies in a fountain down by the thing <laughs> Idiot. You'll get a lolly queen <laughs> that'll come out. Oh, like, I just, it would it would bug the shit out of me. Like I, would, I and then you know you know that you're gonna be able to go back to uh, the NPC and be like, oh, looks like you found out that I was telling a lie. <laughs> and they'll do like a little like gay ass dance in front of you. You just want to punch them so hard, but you can't. 
because then that would be a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the additional settings that you can turn on, Jason, <laughs> that might make you actually kind of like this. First one, no shopping. You can't buy anything. Oh, yeah. There's tons of stuff you can do to Second, make the game harder. Second, no armor. Yeah, you can, make, you can make the game harder. You can make the enemies all jazz, whatever. Party wiped out if protagonist perishes, which can be turned on along with all enemies are super strong. Yep. So certain things. Then they've got like... They have two options that I don't quite know what they are. Shypox and Super Shypox. So I'm I'm looking that up real quick. I'm going to see if that comes up. I don't know. Oh, here it's we go. What the heck is Shypox? <laughs> uh, essentially a one round stun for a character. Whenever a round starts, there's a chance a character will be unable to act for that round. It's a level of randomness that depending on how close a fight is can be the difference between victory and defeat. So just randomly someone could just get stunned god see all this stuff is just maddening to me this is just like <laughs> hey this is someone sitting there and be like hey you know what's fun when you're playing XCOM and you have like a 98% chance to hit someone you're like point blank on <laughs> but them but you miss but you miss. miss that's so fun we should incorporate that into our game like that's what this sounds like to me and that is just like fuck off like I'm so I'm so glad that's not there's no difference between that and putting it on super hard. Uh, apparently there is, because now you can have super hard and shy pox. It's super duper hard. Yeah, stupid. That I'm just, just saying. I, I would be pissed. I would be. This coming from the guy that plays everything on super hard mode because I'm a That's hardcore gamer. Why I would be pissed, Eric, because this would now be instead of like a 80, 100 hour game, this is now a 200 hour game, and it's a 200 hour hate filled game. <laughs> Instead of anything else. So, no, that's why I don't like it. Would I still do it? Of course I would, because I'm masochist Chris, I know what we're way. buying Jason for Christmas. Jesus, yep. I just, no, no, don't Happy do birthday, Jason. Hey, it won't get played. See if we can it, get a review copy of this, Chris. I have to, I can't play it. I just can't play it. No, like, no, it'll see, be see if we can get a review copy, and hopefully, like, it'll come, like, right before he goes to China. When does it come <laughs> be out? be the angriest white guy in China. I would be so angry. <laughs> Like, I'll get fired for this because they'll be like, Jason, you didn't show up for three days when you're out here training people. And I'll be like, fuck Dragon Quest is why. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to see when it's actually coming out. Dragon Quest 11S comes out on... Oh, September 27th. It's after you're back. Damn. Oh, my God. Oh. Wait, wait. Review copy might come earlier. <laughs> no. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. We're fine. <laughs> Thank God. All right, move on. Move on. Jesus. All right. Um, okay, so this weekend, I am going to be at Crunchyroll Expo doing press stuff, legitimate video game podcast. It's over Labor Day? Yeah, it's over Labor Day. Damn. All right. We'll be cool, in man. San Jose, California, which is great, actually. If you think about it, it's a really good idea because it's the same thing. Phoenix Fan Fusion does everything on Memorial Day weekend. You get a, a long weekend where people from out of town might then want to come in and be able to see everything. You know, you get a higher ch a higher chance of people coming out of town. Um, well, the reason why we're talking about this, one, is because we're going to be talking about this uh, possibly on cutscene, if not on our next podcast, because Crunchyroll has a whole Crunchyroll games thing for mobile. Two is because Chris and I found out a nice little tidbit of trivia today. <laughs> Yes. Crunchyroll Expo is going to have the ambassador of Kauai at this the Crunchyroll Expo. This isn't their ambassador. No, it's not their ambassador. Japan actually has an ambassador of Kauai. Appointed by Japan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Kimura U acts as 
Kawaii Ambassador, the ambassador of cute, and has taken part in many cool Japan events and fashion shows around the world. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> that, that is so... <laughs> The most Japanese thing you'll hear all day, everybody. Oh, yeah, no, Holy I work for the Ministry shit. of Foreign Affairs. What are you, Ambassador? Ambassador of what? Ambassador of cute. Doing that cute. Kawaii. Does she Kawhi. get like a special badge for that too? I don't know, but like her headshot is like the cutest fucking headshot ever. It's so quiet. <laughs> like, oh my God. go on to Slack real quick. Jason, like scroll up a little bit and just look at her headshot. <laughs> like, I'm a little saddened just by the. Oh my God, she's adorable. See, <laughs> <laughs> she's very much the ambassador. She's so fucking. She's like super adorable. Um, okay, so more about her. <laughs> she is also a fashion creator and is very popular as a Lolita fashion model in Japan and China. Based on her story, she created an autobiographical comic, Haikai Gomi, whatever. Uh, Hello from a hoarding house, not hoarding house, hoarding house, and it won an award from I That magazine for being the best guidebook to live your own life her creative path goes beyond the fashion industry and she's currently creating comic books and anime but yeah she's super cute <laughs> she's she's too kawaii for words that's ridiculous <laughs> which i think that that's fitting that the ambassador of kawaii would be so kawaii yeah she's gotta be super kawaii but <laughs> I... <sighs> jason has no words i i am i'm perplexed he has no words. on how to even process this information i i number one i'm mad i'm mad that we don't like as an american we don't have some like more badass way of doing that and as a job too like bitch of boisterousness or something like that it's just like you we know, do they're kardashians no fuck off that, uh, that's uh, all right i'm done with this conversation just because you said kardashians i don't even care <laughs> You said bitch of boisterousness. I mean, what else would describe the I don't the know. Just like something that's just like we have some lady that is able to do or a position. It doesn't have to be a lady, but I know that I know that uh this... We could appoint all the Kyles to a position. That this is why America doesn't have that, because we have Kyles and what's the what's the new one, Chris? Uh Dylan's. Dylan's. Yeah, Dylan's who are asking chicks if they want to bang. Just just drink the energy drink, not actually bang. Um, I think the real problem is, is that we just have a Trump now, so whatever. We've had a Trump for a while. <laughs> That's, That's our Trump you card. Can't, you, can't, you can't use that as the excuse anymore. <laughs> oh, Thanks, <man>. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. We're done with news. Holy shit. That was a lot of news, man. It was a lot was of a news. Lot of news. It's good because it supplements the fact that none of us really played a whole lot of games or played games that we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, I played a bunch of embargo shit. Yeah, we've we've got games that are embargoed for another week and a half, so we can't talk about them. Um, I played more Mario Party with Ronin and some other stuff. Oh, but you that's shit! About you, it. you literally did shit. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I at least did other play than, games. Yeah, I I played some, but yeah, it's like I it's been a busy couple of weeks. I haven't been able to play very many games, and it's sad. All right, well then I'll go because you go. I'm yeah. I guess on the hot seat tonight, but um, I had two games that I played a little bit of, and uh. First one was the Blackout Company. Blackout Club. Blackout Company? Blackout Club. Blackout Club. Yeah. 
Yes, it's Black Oak Club, Club, the game that I really wanted to play but can't play with the seven-year-old. Right? You could play with the seven-year-old after you beat he, the no, prologue. No, he got freaked the fuck out beat the just prologue. by the outline. Beat the prologue. It's no longer scary. It, the, that prologue was so well done and was so like great as a survival horror genre of like building a world that the rest of the game is monotonous and boring. <laughs> like like that prologue was so choice like i was just like where's the rest of this game i want this game and it's not there it, it is now you know you play multiplayer and you play and you sneak around and there's you know the the zombie not zombies but they're the sleepwalkers walking around and stuff like that but now they're your mom and your dad or you're like you know other people's parents so they're just adults dressed in pajamas and you have to hide from security cameras and Sometimes there'll be the, the cultist people again, but it's nowhere near as, as scary as the, the the thing, the creature or whatever and stuff like that, where you have to view in red and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was intense. That that first like five minutes, I was just like, hell yeah, this is pretty intense because you have no idea. You can't see shit. You have to close your eyes and able to, in order to be able to uh, see the invisible enemy and when you close your eyes you obviously can't see the world so all you can see is a figure walking around yeah that was intense rest of the game never happens unless you like do something bad or like it results in calling out that thing Uh, the rest of the time you're just uh, avoiding whatever obstacle they put in your way and it gets progressively harder so that you're going to end up doing quote-unquote sins to uh, get the guy to call, be called upon on you, which does add a, an extra element of stress. But for most part, if you play smart, if you play smart and play the game well, he's never called out, which is mm. the part that kind of like was a bummer. And then uh, for me, the big part of the bummer is that like all narrative then just goes away. It then becomes just your online multiplayer survival game. Fine. They actually did you have really the good... audio part turned on. Yeah, I did have the audio part turned on. How did that work? It, it not for me because I I didn't scared I guess I don't know so for me it just I didn't notice anything it, I didn't even see anything about it um, the little bits that I played online because I was playing on PlayStation and PlayStation is notoriously famous for nobody talking online um, we just kind of like did our own thing and was like huzzah good job, whatever. So I don't know what's worse, that or someone telling me how many times they fucked my mother. I know. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that is a good point. But um, the, the game in itself is, like when you get through the prologue and the game itself is, is well done, you have full open world, full stuff that you can do and design and like play around, procedurally generated. So, I mean, like the map is the same, but what you have to do and where you have to go and complete it and your objectives are always changing all the time. So you have to kind of do whatever. So the downside is that is that you get kind of bored of the maps that you're at. And yeah, there's a few of them, but it's just, you memorize them down and where enemies are. And there's a little bit of variation, especially as you move up and more enemies get introduced into the world. But it's just... I don't know. I, I enjoyed playing solo, and for a multiplayer game, if you enjoy playing solo more, that's kind of hard. And you get to that wall where it's just like, yeah, you can play solo still, but it's going to take you like an hour to beat this level where if you were playing online with four friends, you could get it done in 15 minutes, and then that's fun. We're playing by yourself, running around, and doing like three loops of the entire map because you have to keep 
finding and placing and finding and placing and finding and placing or finding and uh, categorizing and documenting and whatever, it gets a little long in the tooth. So it's not nearly as fun. Then there's no longer any story progression, like no lore, no anything extra, nothing extra is happening for the game. It's just like, hey, you know what? I've looked online. It seems like they're maybe still making something that's going to be the end. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't seem like that there's really any actual quote-unquote end to this game. It could be. I mean, it's it was a brand new game. For sure. It, well, I mean, it's been on PC for a while. Uh, but uh, um, it just, that kind of bummed me out a lot more than anything else. Because that prologue was so prime. That was so great. They had enough of that mindfuck mentality. How you got around. The interactions you had with like your inner thought person that was guiding you that was so great none of that exists in the actual game because you're now playing as someone else is trying to rescue that person that was in the prologue so it it has so much potential and if if they would have made an entire game that was just the prologue and then hey it's now a sneaking game and go for it with this storyline behind it hands down great game a lot of fun there's a lot more aspects to it trying to run away from something you can't see and the only way you can see is if you close your eyes so you can't see the world so you could run into a pit or run into a wall and not know it that was awesome unfortunately they don't carry that over too well into the multiplayer aspect that is only this game so for 29.99 uh if you have great friends that are just into this sneaking genre yeah, that could be fun that you all would be able to play together and stuff like that. But no, if twenty nine ninety nine, if they had a full fleshed out single player game, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. But as it stands right now, not worth it to me. Okay, I, I hey, I'm not gonna fault you for saying that. Like, I I would normally think thirty dollars for a multiplayer game isn't bad, but it's not bad. But you'll that's have your to opinion. be. You'll have to, you have you're to the know. you're the reviewer, not me. So yeah, no, you have, you have to know. Like, if you, if you all were together and you were playing this game, you're all in the same mindset. Like, hey, we're going to sneak around. We're going to get this stuff done. We can split up. We can get the objectives ta- handled real quick. And we can kind of build up our own little, like, team. That could be fun. I could see that being really engaging and stuff like that. Especially with the, since there will be more of you, the chances of you guys sinning and bringing out the invisible guy will be there. Because getting caught and the invisible guy coming out are definitely the highlights of the game. But playing with people that know what they're doing or playing solo, it will never happen because you can take your time, you can plan it out, you can do enough to get through stuff like that. There's not enough chaos in it because you can take control of yourself because you are playing as yourself. So that's kind of what it was missing. And um, I think I think a single-player game with this aspect would be highly, highly recommended because they did a great job with that. But for what it is running through the same areas that there are just i lost interest pretty quickly same reason as to why like you lose interest in battle royale and whatnot mm-hmm. maybe we weren't the right people maybe yeah maybe it could be either way what's the other game other game is i picked this one up specifically for my travels and that is um for the king it's on uh switch and playstation it is uh it's a it's a dungeon quest movie <laughs> <laughs> oh god did i say for, i may have, may have said it long uh it's gotta be for the king isn't it i don't know yeah it's for the king yeah god Phew, you know, you had me second guessing myself 
It, Dragon Quest Dungeon uh, Dungeon World or yeah. not Dungeon World Dungeon in, Siege. that was in Dungeon the name Siege. of the king, king. Uh, in the name go. of the king that's still yeah, close Dungeon, enough dude yeah. come on with how much we with how much we've <laughs> joked about that over the last few it was just too perfect for me to not just I had to go back I had to go back and double check right. I was just like ah uh, yeah, just the same but uh, um, no for the king is interesting and I'm not gonna drain it too much right now because I haven't played it too much because I'm literally saving it for my travels but what it is is that it's a multi like it's part tactics part uh, um, grid based RPG with turn based combat so it's kind of interesting on in how you have like you have to roll and then you have your idea of like each class that you've selected for your party then has certain spaces that they can move on the grid and depending on how you move on the grid will set up your tactics for your battle of whatever you engage with so you have three characters that you can move around you move around on the map and if you engage on one of the spaces, and wherever you engage, if the other two characters in your party are not in range of being engaged, they won't be then there for the battle. So there's a little bit more on how you have to control where all of your characters are set up close enough that they can then be encoded in the battle. Because if you just run off with one character or, or split them up too much, then they're going to be fighting 1v1 or 1v5, and they'll just get murdered. So you have to kind of, like, space out how you're playing it. Then when you get into it, it's then just a normal turn-based RPG style. Uh, they have a little bit of an interesting, like, hey, you can use magic that would bring better luck, and they called it, I believe, fate points, where you'd be like, hey, I'm going to spend some fate points to give me a higher chance of having, like, a crit or have a higher chance of this attack actually connecting. So there, there's a little bit more strategy to it. Uh, I'm worried that it's going to be too much reliant on RNGesus, but um, graphically it's very intriguing to me. I like the look of it because it's tabletop looking, but then has a nice like clay animation, artsy, fartsy uh, uh, style to it. Um, has tons of rogue elements to it. Each time you play, it's different. They even tell you right after the bat, it's just like if you come into this thinking you're going to beat it in one go go fuck yourself. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, kind of looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. But, uh, um, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm playing on the Switch. Uh, it's available for PS4 and stuff like that, and I'm not going to give it a review just yet. But, yeah, for, oh, and then for, um, Blackout Club, I'd probably give it a, 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 a six. Uh, um, just because I really loved the prologue. Like, that was just so spot on. If they made a game that was just that prologue, I would probably give it a nine. So, three for it just not being that. All right. <laughs> Sorry to just kind of flip-flop it. Anyway, that's it for me. Chris? Uh, yeah, so t- the two kernels, the Metro Exodus DLC, the first one came out. And so I'll... I'll say maybe pick that up. Uh, played through that. Lasted about two and a half, three hours. It's a linear mission. Um, it, the story involves spoilers because it kind of takes place during the end of the game um, and kind of goes back and showing um, through a different person's perspective during that. And you actually end up getting a flamethrower. So flamethrower is kind of cool. Um, it's very reminiscent of Metro 2033, Metro Last Light, where you're actually in a metro and... <clears throat> Now you're finding monsters, there's that horror aspect, like the end has some dope-ass horror stuff, like you're just walking through. 
the flamethrower, so you can't really move a whole lot. You just kind of hear the monsters, and the lights are kind of going down. And you're just like, where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are they? And then, you know, you got these monsters crawling the walls and shit. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was eight bucks. Uh, my biggest gripe about it was, I think it was $25 for the expansion pass. Or I think you got could get like extra 20 bucks if you bought like the Elite Edition or whatever, the Collector Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was eight bucks. There's only supposed to be one more DLC in here, which will be an open world area. But it's like, cool. So I save, probably going to save money by not buying that pack. <laughs> That's right. You were saying that of like, like it doesn't seem like you're like saving a lot of money, or, or yeah, unless the second money. ones cost a lot more money. But I'm sure the second one will probably cost like twenty bucks. That's usually or fifteen or something like that. That's usually what they do, especially with an open world. No, it's bigger, you know. Bigger, yeah. Bigger is better. I'm surprised there's only like two, two, three hours. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of like linear mission, pretty much like a chapter. Um, when the whole game is like twelve chapters over about 30 hours so did you feel like they uh, proceeded the storyline well enough yeah because you definitely kind of saw how this other this other metro and how things went there that you just kind of got hints at in the main story you saw a whole different perspective of a different city as because in metro just you're obviously trying to cross the whole of russia cool. and it definitely had that same same metro feel to it the world building's obviously fantastic in there there's a mixture of fighting other humans and fighting monsters all right nice anything else uh i did play some borderlands 2 because <laughs> <don't you> know. <laughs> i was like yeah maybe i'll pick it up and start a little new character and just go through that and play Who'd that for a little while uh zero it's my main i was like oh, i hadn't I didn't played zero my last time around so i'm like oh he's the most fun i had so much fun playing him yeah i played as i, I played as the siren for the most part um that's the one that i completely finished game i played as zero uh gunzerker and Mechromancer. I haven't I haven't played as the as the soldier or as Krieg yet. Krieg is rough, man. Like everything is all melee for him. Like it is in sacrifice, you know, so he is definitely a you have to play with people person. Okay. I can see that. Um we're not all gonna like main flack, are we? Yeah, we probably are. No <laughs> Not the bestest boy. Not the best boy. <laughs> Not the not the ability to pet or pets mm-hmm. or, or <laughs> head pets as Eric would head say. Head pets. Head pets. Head pets. Good, good boy. All right. Okay. So I think that we all know what that means. It's time for you are wrong because reasons. And Jason, pick flack. What? Time for us all to pick flack. Is what it sounds. Yeah, like. pretty much. Yep, pretty much. No, it is now time for Jason to give us his list. Yay! Um, at which point we did top five things that make you made you laugh out loud during a game. Yeah, this was actually really hard. Which is hilarious because this was your idea, and you were like, "This is a good one." <laughs> and. I, I tried to think of things that would have been like, so here's here's what I kind of fucked up, is that like, I have a good solid list here, but I think half of them are ones that I lol that just because it was funny to me, and the other ones are like funny that the world's gonna like love, and so everyone lol at it, so I think I'm just gonna get, I, I think my list is just gonna be kind of fucked up, so. That's alright. There's so many, there's so many fucking games that, that yeah, we have to worry about, so. <laughs> All right. So, all right. Do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, let's do a few here. Um, 
honorable mention number one is got to be uh, Gwent. Um, one of the cards is Roach, and the initial uh, cover or card art for Roach is Roach, uh, your horse standing on a on a house, and Geralt just standing there like scratching his head. And, you know, the ability is like, hey, the horse will show up whenever you need it, you know, and stuff like that, and including on top of a house, like he did in the actual Witcher game. So it was kind of funny, like, you know, Witcher being Witcher and stuff happening that, you know, CD Projekt Red embraced it. It was just like, yeah, it was funny, whatever, and jazz like that. But when I first saw it, I was like, eh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's an honorable mention okay. that's an honorable mention yeah honorable mention number two and i'll probably get flagged for this but this is uh dragon quest 11 the parade <laughs> <laughs> like i i was rolling i i, I didn't because i had no idea i had not no idea what to expect I had no idea what to do. The fact that your costume that you got there would make you wave no matter what all the time was just, like, too much for me. I, I was already in... in Because by the time you get there, you're in so deep of this, like, super serious drama of, of Dragon Quest. And then this parade happens. And, you know, nothing bad about it, but it was just totally out of left field and it cracked me up. Okay, so here's the thing with Dragon Quest Eleven. With that portion. Um, I think that it was supposed to be funny, but I think that we're not allowed to laugh at it mm -hmm. in America. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's definitely just to be, like, flamboyant. It's 100% yeah. supposed to be flamboyant. That and the scene with his dad, you know, when they made him dance, that was hilarious, too. Yeah. That that I thought was really good when the dad... And they, it was one of those things where they, they did the whole, like, they played up the whole thing that the dad was going to hate the fact that he was the way that he was. And the dad's like, I don't care. You just, he's like, you left and said you were going to make the world smile. And have you done it yet? No. <laughs> so, you know, that's, yeah, it's all right. It's there. It's there. Um, okay. Uh, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Number all right, the rest of these are probably going to be really piss poor just because, like I said, these are now where I was laughing, and I am a cold, dead-hearted bitch, so <laughs> I don't laugh a lot. <laughs> um, for me, number five was Raymond Legends, the Black Betty episode, or level, where the entire thing is you just running full splint, uh, full, full sprint, full splint, full splint, and it's all set to uh, Black Betty, blam, blam. And everything you do is, yeah, exactly. Everything you do is to music, and it's the first music episode or level of that game, and I was not expecting it. And uh, I, you know, went through it, and I was just like, ah, ha, ha, ah, ha, ha, you know, <laughs> laughing at how like insane it was to have like not not only like a music-based game in a heavy platform platformer uh, title. But then have it actually be a licensed title of Black Betty. And <laughs> that kind of was just busting, like, that just cracked me up. All right. Number four. Number four uh, uh, takes you back to mm, elementary school for me on the Sega Genesis. And Toe Gem and Earl, every level, their loading screen was a bit of a back and forth with Toe Gem and Earl in the elevator as they went up. And there was one that uh, they 
then said something like, it was like, hey, do you smell that? I smell something. And then someone was like, what? I don't smell anything. And they breathe deeply and then smell the fart that was in the uh, <laughs> thing. And that is something that my best friend and I did to each other all the time. And for us to be playing that Because you game, were in elementary school. In elementary school, yeah. yeah. But for us to be playing that game and have them do something that we did in real life... I remember just being like, this can't be real, this can't be, this is fantasy, and it just blew me up. Toilet humor. Toilet humor. Always makes guys yeah, laugh. You yep. know, it's great fun. Always good. Number three. Number three's got to go to uh, Driver. Um, driver, uh, there's a, there, was, there was a tagline, I think, on one of them, but Driver was a game that predated Grand Theft Auto 3 in the fact that it was like, hey, here's this open world driving game but you just can't get out of your car like you can in Grand Theft Auto. And, but you can you know drive around, and it's full open and all the jazz like that to complete your missions, and it was great. You, your storyline was that you were an undercover cop boosting cars to like you know try to solve a crime syndicate ring. doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? Where the fun comes in is that they made a mode where it was just like, hey, survival mode is what they called it, where they would put you in a car, a good car, and then you have to just drive around and survive the cops and the cops are coming at you with everything they got like they are just full bore it's like five star grand theft auto yeah like like you turn a, you turn a corner and you look in your rearview mirror and you see like 30 cop cars just slam to walls like you know just as they're coming trying to turn around the corner like zombie mode but with cop cars and so, like the the insanity that was to this mode was just super fun. I mean, because you never you never survived more than like a few minutes because these things were just slamming into you every which way. They didn't have to come from behind you. They come from in front of you, from the left of you. You just were dodging throughout the city as much as you could. But where the fun came in is that you would just get sometimes slammed so hard, get caught in like precarious ways, that I glitched this game more than any other game in my life because it would you would literally get launched out of world and i i have it have it down because it was really the first time that i broke a game so successfully and repeatedly than than driver where you know like it would launch me out i would be flying up in the air i could see the map below me getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller i would then finally fly beyond what was rendered map and I'd land in nothing and then just drive. And that's how I got the highest score of all time on my PlayStation, obviously, because there was no internet back then for this stuff. Um, uh, because it was just like, well, I, I, no cops can reach me when I'm off the fucking planet. So <laughs> On the moon. Yeah, it, it was... It was I, space cops. I was dying. Oh, fucking space cops. Fucking space, <laughs> space force. Fuck. Number... Two. Number two is also uh, a younger Jason style for me, whereas more along the lines of like a first that for me, and that was with Disgaea one, where mm-hmm. uh, Laharl was talking about how like, hey, you know, I'm the king of whatever, and this would have been when I was in high school, if not close to college, so I would have been like playing these games like super late at night. And Laharl's talking about how, like, he's the the prince of Lucifer, and he has all his power, and you should listen to him. And then he says that it's not like I'm some degenerate playing games at 1 o'clock in the morning while, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I look over my at my clock, and it's 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm just like, fuck! 
You were in high school, me. by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah, high school. I knew, I knew it was like sometime <laughs> this was when college. I didn't care. It was 2003 that this game came out. Uh, that's close. That's right there, though. I graduated in 02, so it yeah, would have been... It's college. I'm just saying it's college. January 30th, 20, 2003, it was college. It was right there. But, it was right there. Yeah. So anyway, that that I remember taking it. That was the first time But I you ever, were like, a degenerate. I took a picture of like the game screen, and like I shared it, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing, because that's me, and no one gave a fuck, but it cracked <laughs> me up. <laughs> number one number one has got to go to uncharted 2 just because of how cinematic it was i was able to get people involved into that game and i know i've talked about this in other podcasts as well where i had my wife uh, girlfriend at the time and uh, uh non-gamer friends sitting down and watching me play this game and them being like hey kick that guy in the face and i kicked him in the face and it was just round of applause and, and everyone laughing and then someone else being like he's got to be cold hanging out in the the snow like that and then immediately drake just goes oh it's cold you know and so it was just like <laughs> it was just so prime and then uh my wife the the thing that this is why it's on number one uh, there's a scene in Charted 2 where you're up in uh, the mountains and you're in a, a village and it's kind of a peaceful time. And one of the things you can do is you can pet the yaks that are in the village. And then you can kind of walk up to them and they have a little cutscene of you, of Drake, walking over and be like, hey buddy, giving you a little pat. And uh, um, Sarah's just like, I bet you there's something for petting all the yaks. I'm just like, why would they do that? That makes no sense. But I'm going to go around and I'm going to pet all the yaks. And so I pet all the yaks. And she's just like, it's probably going to open like some secret. Or like you'll get some treasure for it. I'm just like, what? how's a yak going to give you a treasure? Like who get like... What are they going to do? Open a door? You op- You found the yak lair. You know, like, like what are they going to do? So you go through and you pet all the yaks, and the last one you pet, you get an achievement for petting all the yaks. <laughs> and that apartment was... So you wouldn't have been able to platinum the game. I wouldn't have been able to platinum the game. If Sarah did yeah. not tell you yeah, I don't, I, to I, pet I, yeah, all the yeah, yaks. Didn't, didn't look up the stuff. I had no idea. And, you know, I pet the last one. I was like, there, you happy? And it's like, bling! You know, yak friend or whatever it says. And said, oh, my God. We were... Friend of the Yaks. We were, yeah, Friend of the Yaks. Oh, my yeah. God. Was, Hang on. I'm going to need to look that up. I want to see exactly what this is. Yeah, it's got to be something. It, it was, I remember dying. I was just like, that's, you got to be kidding me. The Yak King. So, I mean, it was, it was just props to them for making a game that was just interactive, not only for me, the player, but also for people watching it. And I was just like, hey, that was, that was neat. Kind of fun. Oh, man. Come on. Someone needs to say what the trophy's called, though. Yak Achievement. Uncharted... Yak. Uh, That's why I'm. Uh, it's our Uncharted Two Yak Trophy. Yak Trophy. Oh, here we go. Thief Guide. Yak petting. Yak horn carving. No. No, that's that's not it. Trophies. Stupid fucking piece of shit. <laughs> We're just going through, <laughs> looking for yak horn carving. Chapter twenty four treasures. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, okay. Things that are missing. Ready. Ready. Final Fantasy VII. The cross-dressing section. I didn't laugh out loud at it, though. I mean, because, like, like, that was a good point. And you know what? I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of people scream at me for all the funny shit that's in all of Grand Theft Auto. Because there's a lot of funny stuff. But none of it was me being like, aha! Woo! You know, I was just like, whatever. Yeah, that's funny. But it did, it didn't, like, make me LOL. So to say, the the whole entire sequence of Final Fantasy VII doing doing that whole thing of where you had to do the squats 
and all that that entire thing had me laughing throughout the entire bit i thought that was fucking funny um sticking with final fantasy um this one's funny but not in a funny ha ha the actual ha 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 oh my god moment from 10 because it's so bad <laughs> It is so so bad. You know what? You, okay, you you get me for that just because I can just how bad stop laughing it is. about it now. Yeah, but at like the you time just think release, about it and just like, oh my god, it was so bad. Ha 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 ha. Just laugh, just laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, so it's the beast mode metal is what you get. Beast the beast mode metal. That's funny. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that man that whole laughing sequence was just and those are like the two that like immediately jumped out so of my head though. as far as so like cringy. some of the funniest shit um realistically a lot of the banter and dialogue that would go on in ratchet and clank between ratchet and clank like mid fight especially whenever they pull out like new weapons and stuff like that playing the ratchet and clank games was in a lot of instances just a lot of hilarious ass uh dialogue not hilarious really eric you're dumb it's clever and it's exhaled like you exhaled like more rapidly through your nose but it's not lol <laughs> but not <laughs> That's i don't know difference. i don't know every time that the the main bad guy referred to everybody as squishies <laughs> No. It's just a thing. I don't know. I, I I always find that fucking funny. Uh, there's some other ones that I can think of, but those were like the Final Fantasy ones. Those were the two biggest ones. Um, oh, uh, laugh out loud. Probably one more Final Fantasy. All of Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> Final Fantasy Nine wasn't bad, man. Game wise, it was actually good. Story wise fucking ridiculous character models fucking ridiculous yeah, those models were bad but gameplay like it played well that was the only thing that i had going for it you know what nine games had a really so good vivi, system so yeah oh yeah and vivi vivi was awesome that was it it was vivi that's it vivi was the only good thing like great thing you need to end game. this podcast with just titus laughing that's what that <laughs> <laughs> i might I, I might just do that don't tempt me with a good time <laughs> <laughs> i bet you Hang on, I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna do a search for Titus laughing, ten ten hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Titus laugh, ten hours. I found it immediately. I get popped up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Who wants to hear it? Naturally. Naturally. All right, I'm gonna share my computer sound right now, everybody. Get ready for some sweet, sweet. Oh my god! I hope it's not gonna be super loud. <laughs> It's just gonna repeat like that for ten hours. Oh my god, so bad, so so bad. And I don't even know if like that's like, did is that what they told them? Like, like hey, they're like hey, do the worst laughing that you could possibly do. Like I don't know, but it's so bad. That's just my laugh, man. That's all I can do. Oh god. What's even sadder about that is that. That game was nationalized across multiple uh, um, languages. So yep. you had to have at least 10 different dudes who are the voice actor for Titus do that scene. Yeah, but I, I just kind of hope that people not in the English one did a better job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's so bad, though. I mean, because so, it's not so like the, the mocap, not mocap at the time, but the, the character animation would allow you to do anything else. 
anything else. You just be like, just just laugh at your problems. Now I am talking, even though I have same stance, I am talking to you, we carry on conversation, I'm gonna make same animation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Chris, what do you gotta add to that, man? Uh, Dragon Wars or Dragon Quest 1, when after you save the princess from the dragon, and you stop by the inn on the way back to the castle, the innkeeper in the morning is like, Oh, you guys were like up all night making a lot of racket, huh? Have a good time? It's like straight up in your window like, yeah, bang the shit out of that princess. <laughs> There's there a lot of things that I kind of like glazed over that I wish I could remember. Like a lot of stuff that I, I remember there was some game I played even earlier this year that I had like a legit like surprised me LOL moment and I, I just couldn't for the life of me remember it. Or, um, you know, during uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, during the whole drunk scene, that was oh yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, that drunk like that. scene, yeah. that that is one that I would like to add to that. That uh, that entire drunk scene, I was laughing my ass. That off was great. That, that was great. Bit. But I mean, I I was looking more for that like really just got me and the all right. Here's one, and you have to think back. Think back to the first time in a Zelda game that you tried murdering all the chickens. Oh, and they all came. And then all the chickens attacked you. <laughs> At first, it's terror. Then it's laughter. What's more hilarious is in Breath of the Wild when you throw a, a cuckoo at a, or cuckoo, whatever they're called, at an enemy and they hit it and yeah. causes them to get And then they all, it. yeah, and then yeah. they all start attacking it. That's, that is prime because I, what, like, you could take down a Lionel with it, couldn't you? Oh, I don't I think know. I remember seeing somebody, like, carry one in and they threw it at a Lionel and then it just got bombarded with them. <laughs> and that was funny as shit. Um, what else, Chris? I'd say uh, the drunken scene in... Kingdom Come Deliverance, where you just get drunk as shit with a priest, and I'm like banging some women in this bar. Oh, yeah, you talked about that one. (laughs) You gotta give the sermon for him because he's too hungover. (laughs) I can see that one. That was good. And then I think my final one is all of Gothic 3 Forsaken. (laughs) (laughs) We We should have been recording that. We should have been recording that earlier when we were watching it. Oh, so bad. That dialogue so was like bad. it sounded like a fan made audio. It literally bit did for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, because I think they just fucking like phoned it in because they got kicked oh, off yeah. the fourth one, and so they I, but they sure pumped this they out. Did. Like, I remember playing it, and you'd go up talk to a work and be like, "Oh, I'm on an orc." Like, had this big gruff like orc voice, but then you actually go into like dialogue and be like, "Hi, I'm an orc." <laughs> <laughs> my arc voice just like completely changes because they didn't have the standard audio files for the conversation. God, <laughs> but still have like the standard audio files from main Gothic three for their grunts and shit. It's so oh, bad, so it's bad, so funny. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that was that. Just the audio in general was just so, so horrible. Bad. But I don't know if I would put that. Like, that's not it. For me, I was looking for stuff that made me laugh in the game, not just laugh at the game. <laughs> well, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Well, which is why, like, the tightest one, I'm like, that's just, like, I'm laughing at the game yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> Definitely laughing at but it's totally deserved. Um, I, I would say that the one of the funniest things that I've ever seen from WoW was the Leroy Jenkins thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Leroy Jenkins. At least I got chicken. 
All right. So uh, there we go, guys. Uh, that was Jason's You're Wrong Because Reasons. If you have any additional You're Wrong Because Reasons you would like to submit to us, please send it over to us at anything at ibetafirst.com. Eric, Jason, Chris, it doesn't matter. Just send it over to us. We'll get it. Uh, you can also find us Facebook, uh, com, Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media platforms, ibetafirst. Uh, you can also find our sister podcast, Cutscene, where we just started The Promised Neverland, and we will be going through that through September. I think, I think it'll go all the way through September, um, and we'll be watching that. If you haven't watched it, it's a pretty dang good anime dealing with a bunch of orphaned children being raised it's just cattle for demons to eat. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's good. It's uplifting. It's a heart, heartwarming story, everybody. We swear kids don't die in this at all. <laughs> I swear it. <laughs> Never. Anybody else got any uh, other parting words that they would like to put in? Nope. Just find us wherever you can for social media or wherever you find your podcast. Give us a review. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, um, yeah, we think you're cool. Send us your suggestions. Yes, and if you're going to be at the Crunchyroll Expo this weekend, please uh, shoot us a note, and we could probably say hi. I might have stickers with me. Oh, fine. You never know. Yeah, stickers. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. And on that note, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Ah! 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 Don't mess with my chickens. <laughs> <laughs>